Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, everyone, and welcome to Come for Supper. I'm Alexandra Dudley, food writer, cook, and serial dinner party host. So I thought it'd be fun to sit down with people who share that love for food, chat about life, and learn a little bit more about how they like to serve supper. I speak to chefs, restaurateurs, artists, actors, authors, and pretty much anyone who likes to entertain. If you're new to the podcast, make sure you click subscribe. And if you enjoy it, rate it, review it, share it, and tell your friends, as it makes all the difference. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoy the show. Today in the studio, I am joined by a best-selling cookbook author, food columnist and chef. She has written four cookbooks, her latest, Eat Green, out earlier this year. She also writes monthly recipes for The Telegraph, as well as a sustainability column for Vogue, sharing practical tips on how to make a positive impact on our planet. She is a passionate supporter of Fairtrade UK, the Soil Association and the Felix Project, and an all-round champion in celebrating real ingredients and the farmers who grow them. Her wholesome and nourishing recipes have inspired thousands to pick up the pan and get cooking, and her food is delicious. I've tried it and can confirm that. Welcome to the studio, Melissa Hemsley. Hello, thank you very much for having me. I do like the word wholesome. Oh, it's a great word. Wholesome and nourishing. Did I say mm, nourishing? Yeah, nourishing. Is a good word. But wholesome feels kind of like filling. Yeah, That's wholesome. Why it's important. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to do that. Wholesome, wholesome comforting, comforting, cozy. cozy. Yeah. Tis the time of year to get wholesome. So, where have you come from today? It's a busy time. You're on book tour, right? I'm on book tour. It is lovely to be in the womb of your recording <laughs> studio. Um, I have just come, battled through the streets of Shoreditch, see yeah. some storms to be here. And it is just lovely to take a little moment to chat <laughs> and also congratulate you on your wonderfulness and oh. all the nice things that are going on in your life. <laughs> Thank you very much. So Eat Green is out, fourth baby, well done. So what's it What's it about? T- t- talk to me about it. I have it. Well, it's very up your strata. No, I know, I know. It's very up your strata. Um, it's building on things that I've tried. I sort of, te- I guess, tested the water with people in the first two books because you know what it's like. You just sort of think, oh, when you have a book, you think, uh, should I put everything into it? Mm. Or, cater for everyone. Or, or should I cater for everyone? Um, and so we were talking about my sister and I, Jasmine, gut health. Um, we were told not to talk too much about gut health because you can't talk about guts and cooking at the same time. It's not sexy. Then we realised actually, it was, of course people want to talk about gut health. And then slowly, slowly, through it all, I've been sort of testing the waters of my last book. Did people want to know about leftovers and waste-free and touch on mental health and maybe talk more about things in a holistic way? And they did. And then I finally realised that I just need to really, really trust that I know what people want because it's kind of what I want, which is what can you do to have a more positive impact on the planet by wasting less food, saving more money, eating in a more enjoyable, mindful way? None of us have any time so 30 minutes is always going to work one pan and just celebrating veg in all its glory Mm -hmm. so there's meat there's fish there's um 
cheese, there's butter. But if you're vegetarian, you, every recipe can be vegetarian. Soft out. So there's lots of freestyling. And it feels stuff. super veg-centric, favourite word. It is. I have to get it in there. Oh, yeah. Veg-centric. Veg Great veg word. But it feels, feels veg-centric. It but is. kind of... In an easy way, and I know that's the way you cook too. I always think about vegetables first, and then um, I I'm, I'm, I've stolen this line off. I've read it somewhere. I don't know who wrote it. I better Google it. So, uh, they said something like, um, "Think of meat or uh, think of animal products as an ingredient and not the ingredient." Oh, that's great. That's who very said clever. that? I'm going to look that know. up in well, a minute. It's probably like Michael Pollan or something like that, isn't it? It probably is. I bet it is. Um, but I think that's really they've to whoever it is. I need to find out. Totally hit the nail on the head, and it's it's. It's also the fact that lots of people want to eat with their mates or in their family or in their household, their flat mates, whatever. And some people might be vegan, some might be vegetarian, some might like a little bit of meat every now and again. And everybody wants to share the same meal. And I think more than ever, we have to eat as a community and mm -hmm. together. So let's not let the way we eat take us away from sitting down at the table together. Brilliant. And it's full of delicious recipes. So everybody listening should definitely go and get it. So let's go back. Many people know you as kind of originally, I guess, as one half of the duo, Hemsley and Hemsley, with your sister. But further back than that, how, how did you get there? Were you, were you always a foodie? What was it that made you kind of get into that? Well, we fell into it, my sister and I, uh, 10 years ago. Yeah, it's literally 10 years ago now. And wow. for a very complicated but yet simple chain of events, we started cooking for Take That. It's so great. It's that, so ra It's such a it's random story. It's the best story. story ever. That was Which it. Which we never and used to talk about. And cooking for Vogue as well. Quite well, luxury. No, or was Take That first? Oh, so what happened was, um, and we didn't used to talk about Jazz and I about Take That, because, but no one ever said to us, don't talk about us, our celebrity clients. And no one ever said don't. We just thought probably it's you know yeah, yeah, a bit done. more discreet not to. So we didn't. And then Gary Barlow brought out a book uh, called A Better Me. And that was about a year ago. And he talked about Jazz and I and said, you know, he's an absolutely fantastic cook and always has been. But he talked about how getting, uh, prioritising the way he ate had such an impact on his physical and mental and emotional health. So that was really nice. Then I thought, okay, well, I guess I can, can talk, talk about, about it. Um, but no, there's not, not much to say other than I guess that's how the company started and that we fell into cooking for various people and take that, including Gary, who are amazing and super supportive. And then, then their friends, actors and so on. And then... We did that for two years, pretty much seven days a week. We didn't have a name. We used to get called like the sisters. The sisters. Hey, oh, can I get the number for the sisters? The sisters. And then we were like, we better, we better get a bit more professional. Let's um, let's have a name. And we came up with Hemsley and Hemsley purely because it was our surname, which took us about a year Easy to come up to with remember. that. I love that. Well, you say that, but everyone always gets it wrong. They're like Helmsley and Helms and Lings <laughs> and Lees. Uh, we answered to all. But then uh, lots of our friends and family were like, well, you're, you're, you're cooking for these bands and they're feeling really good and they've got loads of energy and stamina to go on tour, but you know, can you help us? And we didn't even write recipes down. I'd never written yeah. a recipe down. So then we were like, okay, well, let's start, let's start writing and, and documenting as we go. And then we were like, okay, so then we've got to put it somewhere. Where do we put it? In this, at this point, Facebook was what you did to find your ex-boyfriend and so you could have a mental affair. <laughs> you know, the boy you went to school with or whatever. Twitter was for like angry people. Yeah, Instagram still is really for angry It people. is actually, isn't it? And Facebook, obviously, we don't yeah. do that anymore. We use it in professional Nobody sense. Nobody uses Facebook. No. And um, a little bit, yeah. I, li I like it for events and catching up yeah. that way and inviting people to things. I forget it. It's there most of the time. We'll have a, have a night in tonight. Yeah. And, and Get on and Facebook. Get back on Facebook and sit in the bath and enjoy yourself. <laughs> but... um. 
there wasn't anywhere to go and this was the year of blogging so yeah. I, fo- I remember I followed Liberty London Girl and I think like one other blog and I was like well, I, I don't know what a blog is and I remember googling how do you set up a blog anyway old school feels so 10 years ago set up a blog and then I was said well no one's going to read it who's going to read it my mum you've got the same mum as me it's the same mum's reading it dad's not going to read it no one was reading it. So then we went, no point in doing all this effort. Let's find a magazine to team up with. I just went, I'm going to find a magazine to team up with. And then we were like, where should we go? And at the time, Vogue.co.uk was one of the only online mm-hmm. magazines that had gone online. So we just asked everyone we knew for about six months to a year. Do and you know that anyone? was that? And that was that. I mean, that's sheer dedication, though, isn't it? I mean, it's, it's hard work. Asking. You've just got to keep, which is the way to do everything, is just to keep showing up, keep asking. But also, I don't think, we, we didn't really have anything to lose. We were very happy that, that if, if we hadn't, if Vogue had said no, we probably would have just carried yeah. on cooking. We're very happy. And sometimes I, I look back longingly to that time when it was as simple as getting up, sometimes five in the morning, um, probably by the early morning would have picked up some food from the market the day before, gone in, put Classic FM on and cooked all day. Yeah. Filled up someone's freezer, moved to someone else's house. It was so enjoyable. Just me by myself. Yeah, nice. Leaving little notes, reheat this like this, pop this in the oven, put this in the freezer, have a nice tour, enjoy, enjoy your day, hope the food makes you feel good. I had so loved it. So you like cooking, and I know. I mean, I know because I've been to one of your one of your suppers. At I like how you're going to say house pie. It made it sound I, like raucous. It was over I was by actually going to say one of your houses, but oh I don't know God. where that came from. Not doing that just well. Disclaimer: I don't know how many houses you have, but you. Don't, I know that that you, would be just the one. Just the one, which is great. You know, it's something we all aspire mm. to. But I have been to one of your dinners, so mm. I do know that you like to entertain. Love it. Just, you love it. But did you yeah. see how I cleverly did it? I was like, everyone come and get come involved. Come early. Come early and no, co- you well, were I very gonna, good and got involved, didn't well, you? Well, I, li- I like getting involved. But also, I'm, you know, I think there's time and a place. Like, it, when it's my house, I'm chef. When you're at someone else's house, you are so you chef. And I really enjoy that. I really enjoyed being told what to so do. It was so great. But the day you came over, we were celebrating my friend Sarah Wilson. Book. Cookbook, cookbook, Australian lady. Uh, no, actually, she she'd she'd managed to write a cookbook. No, it wasn't a cookbook. And, it was and the I'm, mental a book health about anxiety. Exactly. And the book is called First We Make the Beast Beautiful. Exactly. About living with anxiety and thriving with it. And so again, it's all about sitting around the table. So I yeah. think there were 20, 25 of us beautiful summer's evening. It was amazing that night. It was had really such a lovely. lovely time with you. Really great. A lot of food, a lot of different colourful dishes. Is that what you normally do when you entertain? Is that like signature Melissa style? I think so. Because again, it's just, I want everybody... The way I grew up was my mum's very religious. So obviously church on Sunday, but on a Friday she would do Friday night prayers. And quite often it happened at ours and people would turn up with food, either a dish or something to cook everyone cooked together they'd pray together then they'd eat and then there would be enough for everybody to take food home great so that night everybody took do you remember we were all fighting over Mira's doll and and, and Mira's jam jars yeah all those yeah. empty jam jars. Did to you take something home? home? Yeah, I did. Took I think I took two two jam jars of <laughs> that doll home. Great doll. So do you get any requests for specific dishes when you're entertaining or demoing is there something that kind of you whip out time and time again that's no, kind of a classic I dish I kind of would like people to give me more guidance because otherwise I'm just a bit like whoa what shall I do but I think people do you know what it is even when I know something if someone else shows it to me in a fun way I'll be like oh my gosh it feels so new and exciting <laughs> and it's the thing we've got so much choice there's so many different things we can eat you know we're sitting here now in East London you and I could go 
and walk one minute in each direction and eat from amazing food 80 different yeah. cuisines and sometimes I think that's incredibly overwhelming and I, I even find like struggle I struggle to work out where I want to eat at night because there's so much choice so I like I literally get guided by what's in my fridge so today I was doing the filming like I was saying for kids how to get more veg into kids and I just went through my fridge and I was like someone was like shall I go and buy ingredients for you for the kitchen I was like I'll just use what I've got in mind it needs using up we don't need to buy anything else and I, I love doing that and that's something my mum taught me yeah. and I feel that uh, I wasn't taught to cook when I was at school but I feel like if we could get people to think about teach people how not to waste over how mm-hmm. to cook so how to mend instead of how to shop or how to fix instead of doing things I think that would be such a good thing also ignore sell-by dates I think that's something we need to, we need to teach people because that yeah sniff exactly or just look at it yeah and it's know? tricky isn't it because we can't really when we publicly give out a recipe, you know. Yeah, no, you can't say that. You, you sort of have, you know, have to be very, uh, obviously, err uh, on the side of caution. But I've got pestos that have, you know, just keep on giving two weeks yeah. later. <laughs> the gift of life. <laughs> the gift of life. Is that all the garlic? And, you know, all that garlic, all that oil. Um, and, and lovely chutneys and all these things. And I mm. think, oh, I just, I, I wish, I wish there was on the corner of every street a place where you could just go you know that community it's in Cambridge on my book tour and they've got community fridges and wouldn't it be so great if there are places you could just walk in and, and help yeah. yourself to food and cook together and leave a dish but and I walk think, away but I think that kind of thing is happening I think more and so. more things like that are happening even more you know think the Felix Project or yeah. Refertorio Felix as well which is you think connected but different recently, but yeah, yeah but like things like that are so yeah. great and it's not Refertorio Felix for anybody who doesn't know what it is it's basically a kitchen for people in need and by that there might be homeless people or people who are struggling with addictions but actually there are a lot of just kind of old people who go who are a bit lonely Lonely. and they just go and they sit down and every day they have a three course meal that's made entirely from food waste and people get involved cooking and they get involved learning how to cook and Mm. that kind of thing is incredible and it's in this stunning venue so it's like I mean I want to go yeah it's fantastic yeah you've cooked there our mutual mate Tom Hunt's cooked there I'm going to be cooking there um it's great to cook there, actually. Month. It's very fun. Oh, you must let me know. I'll definitely come. Ah, thank you. What about pudding? Are you a pudding person? Do you make pudding? I I really would rather eat cheese. Oh, okay, really? Yeah, I would rather eat cheese. So dinner parties, then? Dinner parties at your oh, house, no pudding? I'll put on no some sweets. No, I'll put on some sweets. I, um, I would probably, if someone said, can I bring anything? You'd say bring pudding. I'd say bring pudding, if I know they love to bake. Because some people, love they it. want you to ask them yeah, to yeah. bring pudding. No, I know. That's so true. <laughs> yeah, there are those people. And I love them because, again, they compliment me. It makes it easy. Uh, yeah, it makes it easy. And if uh, people people love to bake. And I don't love to bake. And I, I can do, you know, I've got, in every book, I always, I always leave the sweets at the end because I just they're not something I crave. Mm. So I always get more excited about the bowl food, the nourishing food, the dals, yeah. the curries, the fun chutney. Oh, sorry, I don't know what a fun chutney is, but all the <laughs> garlicky, gingery, beautiful drizzles. And then I, by the time I get to the sweet, by then I'm like, yeah, bring it on. And I do quite simple things. So um, I really should have bought you some. Sorry, Alexandra. Um, I've got a salted tahini and nut butter cookies, like Yum. six ingredients, and managed to ace I think the vegan version as well when everyone's like I don't know if I like the vegan or the non-vegan better which is so how do you hard. do the non-vegan do you I just do it with the a, egg out hello a, a, large, a, banana. a mashed banana and it's nice because it's not banana-y um, because the tahini obviously has got the slight bitter yeah. and notes and you've got the salty and then the chocolate chip and it's nut butter with it um, and a little bit of salt as I was Winner. saying type, type, tiny Gotta bit of maple those. syrup really really nice 
Um, so normally, so actually, when you said demos and book tours, I went to one demo and I took on the train like 150 um, of these cookies. And that's a really nice thing to be able to do. I wish I could do that more. Cookies are great though because you can make the batter if you want. If you're really organised, yes. you can keep those. You can do something, keep well. in the freezer, and then whip it out, and then it's done. Yeah. But also, it's really fun then to have a hot cookie that because they take what like oh, eight minutes of the oven coming out of the oven. So that's actually I will say. So I've never been traditionally a sweet person, but because I've been baking so much, it's amazing how quickly you get addicted to sugary bits. It's true, yeah. And how much you, you end up craving. Like I would just reach for the cake tin so my boyfriend would be like, oh, there's always a cookie to eat. So I'm glad that I don't have a sweet tooth. My mum and my... My mum, my dad and my sister all have horrific sweet tooth. I know your sister tooth. has a sweet tooth, yeah. And I'm glad that I skipped it, but I've got the cheese tooth. Is that a thing? A cheese, che- cheese people tooth. People have cheese. I know, but people have, people have cheesecakes now instead of wedding. And by that, I mean a cake yeah. of cheese, not a cheesecake. Did you just hear my stomach thing. grumble? That what, come the, through? the word of cheesecake? Yeah. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I mean, I know that we both share a philosophy on waste not, one not, which is something that I think more and more people are doing. It's not a weird thing anymore to kind of conserve your broccoli stalk. No. But I want to know your three top tips for avoiding waste in the kitchen. I love what you just said, though, because I think that's... um, I don't know if it's an Olio ad or a Karma ad, you know, the food waste, food sharing apps, but I think I saw it coming up the tube one day and it said, when did it become weirder to waste food than to share it? And that really has stuck in my head. Yeah, yeah, that's so true. I I imagine anyone that listens and loves your podcast is interested in food, so probably cherishes the food that they have. And I I don't want to waste a... Um, you know, let's say, relatively speaking, the cost of, I don't want to waste a carrot as much as I don't want to waste, you know, a, 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 part, a bit of cheese. Like yeah. I, I would treat them both the same. I don't think that's so, that's cheap. And that's my posh, fancy olive jar or caper <laughs> jar, or I'm trying to think of the most expensive thing I've ever bought. Um, but I I would say, yeah, I, I, I'm guessing everyone's cherishes their food respects it and so on but if shit happens am I allowed to swear yeah yeah shit happens life happens you think that you're going to come home for dinner tonight you get given a deadline uh, that you have to pull an all nighter or eat on your lap or you know someone asks you out on a date and you're like yes or or you just can't be asked to cook even sometimes I just can't be asked to cook you just can't be asked to cook so what I would say the best thing to do is I think and this sounds so basic but it really works is I when I especially when I can't be asked to cook 
I think frittata. I know you love yeah, a frittata. Yeah, you, you, you do love a frittata. I mean, I love a frittata. Yeah, I love a frittata. And I would say to anyone listening, it goes, oh, God, I thought she was going to reveal something like really interesting. <laughs> Just hear me out. Because a frittata can be, you know, there's so many different ways you can frittata. Often it depends on the size of the pan. If you use a small one, you get a nice, thicker, like bubbly, bubbly puffier one. If you use um, a, a wider frying pan, you can sort of make a pizza type omelette frittata. So it's quite a thin base. And then I'll put like some tomato on top and cheese and Delicious. shove it under the grill with some anchovies and capers and olives. So that for me, that's my, like I'll, I ask myself, what's my limit? If it's 15 minutes, I go frittata every yeah. single time. If I've got 25 minutes, I might consider caramelizing some onions for that mm-hmm. frittata for 10 minutes. Um, stir fry. And when I say stir fry, I mean like I'll I'll go for two of my key ingredients, miso and tahini. So I'll make Always. an amazing, right, mm-hmm. miso tahini sauce. And then it almost doesn't matter what the veg is, especially if it's getting a bit limp and everything. But those are my go-tos. Um, if I really can't be bothered, I make a little pact with myself that I will make something the next day that I can use. So whether it, when it's herbs and salad leaves and anything green, I'll go right tomorrow, I'll make a pesto. Yeah, and then just shove it in the freezer. Just shove it in the freezer. Or I was speaking of my uh, bezzy mate. It's not really. <laughs> I want him to be my bezzy mate, Jamie Oliver. I did one of his recipes because... I sometimes I'm like cook someone you. else's recipe. Like, stop, like, it just it just ignites something else. Yeah, in it's you. also quite weird following recipes because I rarely follow I hate, recipes. I hate following recipes, yeah. and that's why my new book is all about freestyling and swapping in and out. Um, <laughs> but he did one, and it just really caught my eye on Instagram, and it was Cavolo Nero and ricotta, and he blitzed it all up, and it was bright Yummy. green. And so, as a sauce, as a sauce for a pasta, and it took, and he did it all in the same pan, you know, genius Jamie or whatever. And then I was like, okay, well, I'll do a kale one, and I did it with cashews, and I think he had lemon and stuff, and I didn't have half his ingredients, so I made it up myself. So, I, 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 bl- if I've got no energy, it becomes some sort of pesto or blitzed up fashiony thing, if not a frittata. And then I get my freezer involved. And I know that I'm lucky because I have a kitchen that I've built, basically, because the the building that I bought fell was falling apart. So we've slowly been doing it up. And we started with the kitchen. It took about a year and a half. And it's obviously my place of work. So, it's you know, I've got a, thank you. I've got a big old freezer, right? So that was non-negotiable for me because I thought I need that big old freezer. It saves you money. It's good. It's batch cooking. It, it stopped me from wasting. And it is full of stuff. And so I put things in ice cube trays. I keep things, you know, veg scraps just go in a container and then I'll make a boil up some stock. Um, And it's just about creating shortcuts. So you can't, there's not, there's no need to have a thousand different ways to not waste food. You just need to have like the five key ones that work for you. And I think another thing is your fridge organization. So I always think keep the fridge shelf that's at your eye level, the one where you always put food that needs using up. What's so because because that's where you'll look, and especially when you go, I can't bother to cook. If I keep, you see something, like you see the broccoli you see the meal. or something, you see yeah, the you meal. See it. And then and then in a way, I, I don't mean this to guilt trip us, but it is if you can see it, it's harder to then go. Oh, I can't, I can't be dealing with mm-hmm. it. So I keep things there, or I keep things that are like, and then sort of also at eye level, I keep like my quick fire f- flavor savers. So like the miso, the miso for example, yeah. because as we all know, miso will make anything taste complete and like a meal. And I always just think if I want to make a meal, put an egg on it. Yeah, so true. I was just gonna say I that. Eat, put an egg yeah, on it. Put an egg like, on it. Always have eggs around. You can do anything. What do we say to our vegan often? friends though? Well, I, this is the next thing I was going to talk to you about about the vegan thing because I know that What's you, the new you can't we don't put an like labels. It. Well then, tofu. Do you know, I've got the. I've got well. 
interestingly, that as helps. I was working my way through the book, I was like, I'm really, you know, do you ever there, feel is like there's tofu in the book? No. No, no, but you know what? I don't love tofu. Oh, I do. Kind could of you love, could you yeah. make me tofu? Have you had? I, I'm making tofu tonight, actually, for my really? brother. Tofu, tofu, that company, tofu, t t o f double o, make really good tofu. And in fact, whack it in a pan, whack it in a pan, add some tamari, bit of sesame oil, and then like tiny bit if you want, a little bit of honey, little bit of peanut butter or tahini, but crunchy, and it's sort of coats and caramelizes and is oh, sticky Alexandra, and it's lovely. like got bite that on a stir fry instead of an egg i'm gonna try that you can do that and it lasts a really long time so when you buy it it doesn't expire even not that it you could go over the expiry date but for kind of like six weeks so you can sort of do it and you've always got it it's like a backup that's an backup excellent thing. tip well you know what that's it that's and, and i've you've done to me what i say to people when they say they don't like so like i don't I'll love make tofu it for you you just need to be shown how, how to, to do it, it. Yeah. and a new fun way um, I just couldn't eat bro- uh, beetroot for a while I had a bad experience with it where I could I guess it wasn't scrubbed well and it just tasted Too muddy earthy. and earthy and um, and then someone made me beetroot and I fell in love with it all oh, over yeah, again and I love beetroot. that when you just when someone cooks you something you've not had it like that and you just go wow and I always love that like over Christmas you know when you get people with new Brussels sprout recipes and you're oh, like yeah. yes so great well same with love the a wok sprout love a wok Brooks, sprout uh, Brooks sprouts Brussels sprouts do not get enough airtime. they're in season now the Let's December is give not them. Brussels sprouts for life not just for Christmas that's well, what I say I feel the same way about parsnip so one of my favourite ones is a parsnip doll in the yeah, book with I these saw, pickled onions I was onions. looking at that today and I feel like parsnips are not just for yeah. Sunday roast yeah, yeah well parsnips they were, they were originally known as pig food weren't they Oh, I have to they? say, I don't love parsnips. I'd go for a celeriac all the way over a, oh, over a parsnip. What, do you find parsnips a bit sweet? I don't overly... know what it is. Cause I like carrots. I don't. I don't dislike them. Yeah. It's just I rarely buy them. I'll eat them. I just rarely buy them. I'll buy something else. You'd rather go celeriac, yeah. would you? I also just love how ugly they look. They just. I just find them. I tell you also what doesn't get enough airtime. Swede. Swede. Another one. I was just going to say Swede is another and one. And do you know what I absolutely adore? And I, whenever I think, when someone goes, what did you love when you were a kid? And then I, I have like a couple of things that I'll say. And then I always kick myself as I'm leaving. I go, marrow. My mum used to you stuff marrows. And I can't remember stuff the last time I had a marrow. Are you not fat? You don't no, I had a, we have a lot of marrows at do home you? sometimes. Yeah, because my mum forgets to pick the courgettes. So we have marrow, marrow time. Yeah, we do a lot of stuffed marrow. Tried, tried kind of griddling them as well. Stuffed is the way, though. Stuff's the way. Stuff. It is needs the way. a lot of flavour. You can also make kind of like a. I did like a baba ganoush where I just really kind of kept frying it and charring it and then blitzed it with tahini. I bet that if was in good. doubt, add tahini. Yeah. Tahini that's, and garlic. That's the new. If in doubt, put an egg on it. Yeah. If in doubt, Hashtag tahini. Add tahini. So you talk a lot about sustainability sessions, but kind of anxiety, but also eco-anxiety. Would you like, you know, that's a term that I didn't really hear about till last year. And eco-anxiety is a thing. Do you think you have eco-anxiety? I only heard about it. I've got anxiety for everything. I mean, but eco-anxiety is, you know, like kids at school and stuff are suffering with. Indeed. And eco-grief. Oh God, what's eco-grief? Is that when you like forget your keep cup? (laughs) Because I've definitely had that. I've, I've where made... you, d- I genuinely feel guilty holding a pret thing, and it's just not worth it. Well, I've tried to say to myself, if I don't have my reusable cup, I'm going to go without, or just sit and drink with my drink mug. in. Yeah, but drink you can't in. do that in a pret, and if that's the only place, then you, you know, you're, you're screwed. Just have to go At to train find station. somewhere else. Oh, train I see station, what you mean. getting on a train, forgot the keep cup, had to do it. Well, but I, otherwise, I'm with you. 
yeah i i try and always just put a cup in my bag at all times and sometimes i like oh it's great because you can use it for water as well you can use it for water sometimes i put cookies in it which obviously i have not (laughs) brought for you today um no i hadn't heard eco-anxiety like you probably till summer last year and and i think i really went oh and chuckled the first time i heard it as 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 sometimes we do when we first hear a word and it sounds unusual to us but it sort of summed up the way i was feeling which is why i started this the sustainability sessions which is feeling overwhelmed i'm really not sure where i should best put my energy yeah. i feel like the earth is running out of time for us to stop making bad decisions so if we want to make positive decisions we're going to have to pool our knowledge and share what we know because we don't have time to figure it out by ourselves and actually i've really noticed now when i and i'm again a big 2020 commitment is less time on my phone and more meaningful time on my phone so I've just really realised how many more interesting people well interesting in different ways people I'm following now like um, brilliant people from all around the world but then also you know refill shops farmers I follow and I just enjoy being on my phone more or like John the Poacher do you follow John the Poacher yes just I'm just thinking about like things that just you wouldn't know do you know know what I'm doing on Saturday I am going foraging foraging. poaching I, I'm going to go foraging in Marlen Cemetery. That's cool. Do you know what Do you'll find there? Taking like, like her, I mean, it's I herbs, have no mushrooms, idea. everything. Apparently, the oh. full. But uh, that my friend and I, we've been mates since we were about eight, and yeah, she's going to be thirty-four. And I said do you want to go should I, should I try and find us a, it's very hard to find a spa that's not £10,000 in London yeah. isn't yeah. it Yeah. Um, here's an hour massage it's £10,000 so I was like do you want a, do you want a massage or something or should we go foraging <laughs> she's like well, let's go foraging please Fun. and yeah Marlene Tube and um, I shall let you know what let, I find yeah, let me know what you find Okay, so top three ingredients people should always have in their cupboard to throw together a quick dish for entertaining, like dinner party dish. Three ingredients. Well, I think we've touched on them a little bit. I I mean, I'm going to struggle with the three limit. I'm going to go miso, but I will say... If you've tried miso before and didn't think you liked it, please give it another go because one, there's a million different misos on the market. You've got dark reds, whites that tend to be sweeter. Um, they have different strengths and bitter bitternesses, and you compare them with all sorts of things: honey, citrus juices, maple syrup, um, garlic, ginger. The full works, and then. Do you know Hodmodods? Yeah, British Pulse is great. The British Hodmodods. Pulse pioneers Hodmodods, um, and they have something called a fava bean umami paste, which you can use like a miso. I and it's so like, oh, oh, is it great? You're gonna love it. I was gonna say some like own brand, not naming and shaming, but some own brand supermarket misos are really not great. So I would try and get a kind of proper miso. This price is normally the same. To be honest, yeah. Look for a there's good so miso. many Tideford miso tasty. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think who else do clear spring, miso. clear spring do a good miso. I sort of mix it up to be honest. I mix it up too. I mix it up and uh, but check out Hodmodods because I think it's super important to support British farmers and it's interesting and and the fava beans have been growing. So it's not a miso paste because a miso I, I believe is is it has to be the ferment, properly fermented the Japanese way, but this is with fava beans and it has got the same thing. So I love making miso like adding a bit of miso to 
gravies and stews um, and dressings and basically any anywhere you want to have a depth of flavour miso is your best friend and a little goes a long way and some can be expensive but a little goes a long way um, this is the year of the tahini as we've said tahini, if in doubt yeah. put, put, a tahi- put a tahini on it and they work <laughs> together and they work together miso and tahini are beautiful together tahini you could have in your cookies that you could make um, the ones I mentioned and you can waft um, them out of the oven smelling delicious and do that lovely little sprinkle salt over the gooey chocolate chips what is the third ingredient I would say is a lifesaver again we touched on it an interesting sea salt so a seaweed sea salt or my publishers gave me uh, um, they also work with Ottolenghi maybe they got a deal an Ottolenghi salt (laughs) a lovely Ottolenghi uh, garlic chilli salt and it is beautiful good salt good salt miso and tahini exactly and just chuck them all on an egg chuck them all on an egg (laughs) or tofu or tofu yeah don't be decided and then your ultimate dinner party guests dead alive fictional anyone you want who would you have for dinner I know it sounds really silly but I have been um, trying to watch more like I don't mean this in a disparaging way but silly TV and by that I mean I've got really upset I, I am re- always really obsessed with crime dramas and thrillers and so on so I've been re-watching well actually they're not silly they're super clever but Gavin and Stacey Miranda yeah. Vicar of Dibley so I would like Miranda Hart round mine I would like Dawn French but playing Very Geraldine funny. Granger Great. the Vicar of Dibley I would like her round mine um, I would like Jesus because really? my mum my mum also would obviously come and yeah. she's very Catholic so Jesus would be there um, who else I mean I could be here all how many am I allowed I know well three but you okay. know we can give you five no, some French, people get five <laughs> Vicar of Dibley Geraldine Granger played by Dawn French Miranda my mum and Jesus and I Jesus. no one said Jesus <laughs> Jesus is great yeah no one said it and you give them your classic I wonder how Jesus would take tahini I'm, I mean pretty good it's, it's Israel isn't it yeah so <laughs> he'd love tahini well, that was fantastic. So for anyone who doesn't know where to like follow along and keep up with what you're doing, where can people keep up with what you're doing? I know you've got lots of events for the book tour as well. Oh, yeah. Come and come and see me at an event if you like. I'm at melissa.hemsley. Melissa.hemsley.com. On, dot com? In, oh, no, or just on, that? On Instagram. Instagram melissa.hemsley on Instagram. Melissa just Hemsley. Hemsley. Ju- not just Hemsley, just but Melissa Hemsley. No dot. No dot. Melissa.hemsley.com. Well, that was great. Thank, Thank you, you so much. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you liked it, rate it, review it, talk about it, share it, and invite your friends around for supper. This has been a Studio 71 production. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next week. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.